Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome back to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your high-performance coach. And I would love to um, really just take you down this path of living your amazing life and creating your amazing life. And what we try to do here is give you the steps that uh, lead you down that journey to make that happen for you. And today's step is, uh, is a very interesting one. And I will just start by asking you a question. And the question is, what are you afraid of? That's a big question. And what it really speaks to, let me just ask it again before I even talk about the, the subject today. What are you afraid of? What did that conjure up for you? When I said that, when I asked you that question, what did that conjure up for you? And it could have been anything. It could have been everything from a, a, a lion on the loose from the local zoo to um, just uh, uh, putting in that resume for that new job. You could be afraid uh, of, of not getting the job so you, you don't put the resume in. Or it could be something much more serious. So anything in between. But the question is really asking you about what are your fears. And that's today's topic today. We're going to talk about fear. And fear comes in all shapes and sizes and colors and, and weight and range. And it's just fear is this big, big word. But uh, when we get through today, I want you to know that we are going to have this thing taken care of. This thing called fear, you stick with me today and I will tell you, I, I assure you, you're going to have the tools to really deal with the fear that's in your life, whatever that is. All right, we're going to understand it. We're going to uh, manage it in a way that allows us to move forward down this path, down this journey of creating the amazing life that we uh, are intended to live. Now, near the end, I'm going to give you a simple solution. In fact, it's a two-step solution, I call it, to overcome your fears. Now, it sounds simple because it is. If you remember last week, we talked about your belief system and removing doubt from your, from your life and creating a belief. And if you missed that, then I encourage you to go back and listen to the podcast because it was pretty informative relative to how you create the belief in you, in yourself, that allows you to move forward and how you remove the doubt. And when you, when you do that, I gave you two things you could do. It was, the answer was simple. There's two things you could do. Today is going to be the same thing. Fear is this huge, huge thing. But we're going to be like David and Goliath. It may be this huge giant, but we're going to do two simple things 
to overcome the fear that's in your life, whatever that fear, if it's large or if it's small. These things will, you, if you put these in your toolkit, you'll have these for a lifetime. And that's what I'm about here. I'm about giving you the tools to live your life differently, not to solve today's problems, but to live your life differently. In fact, I talk a lot about uh, uh, being a coach. And I'm going to say it now because uh, it's, I'm clear of mine and, and, and I, I can say it without a whole lot of passion and, and it won't interrupt the flow when we start talking about fear. But I often talk about the difference between coaches and if you're in the market for someone that you want to lean on as a coach, there are different types of coaches out there. And I'll just tell you that my style of coaching is one that deals with the whole person. It, it helps people not help people resolve problems. And there, the other type of coaching is someone that just helps you through your problems. And it's, it's not, uh, it's not as a counselor, it's not as a psychiatrist or even a therapist, but coaching uh, allows you to get clear about what it is you need to do to move your life forward. And that's what I, I try to do. I know a lot of uh, coaches do the coaching 101, which I call accountability coaching, where they will sit with you and ask you how your day was, how your week was, uh, what issues you're dealing with, and then they'll prescribe um, a list of actions you should take for that coming week or goals that you want to set, and then they'll check in with you and how you're doing and meeting those goals. That's accountability coaching, and that deals with the issues at hand. Uh, what we do at True Life Academy and what I do personally is more of a high-performance coaching, and that really talks to who you are and builds you the foundation within your life of who you are so you don't have to come to me to talk about issues. You are proactively strong enough to fish for yourself. I don't have to fish for you. So this is the type of coaching that I believe is, is most effective, and um, you know I have, a, I have a, real, a real passion around that because – I've seen so much of the other type, uh, and, and, and I know, I know. That's why at the beginning of the show, you hear the introduction that says Clarence has this, the skills and uh, the tools to help you live an amazing life. That's not fluff in my mind. That is truth based on the way we approach things here. Okay, that's an intro, but that's the truth based on the way we approach things here. Now, you know, some I'm I'm new to this business, so to speak. I've, I've been coaching for many, many, many years, but I've made it a business now. And some would say, "Well, you're a little naive if you think that you're very different from everyone else." Well, let me tell you, I've seen a lot, and I've experienced a lot in the realm of coaching. I've trained under a lot of different coaches, and I've been certified in several different coaching techniques, etc. And I've used them, so I know. This is not about naivete. This is not about being the rookie in, in this industry and, and thinking I can do anything. This is fact. Okay, so I'm going to get that off my chest because I, I don't want it to interrupt later. I, I know it will come up for me. It always seems to come up for me as we, as we talk about these things. But I want you to be aware of the power and the, uh, the, the, the process that, uh, that produces the power within you that we use at True Life Academy. So let's get back to the topic at hand. The topic is fear, and the topic and the question I ask you is, what are you afraid of? So with with that, I'm going to open the phone lines. Now we don't typically get a lot of callers, but just in case you're listening live, 
I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to call in. So that number is 866-404-6519. 866-404-6519. And if you have anything on your mind relative to uh, this topic today, whether you have a question or you want to talk about um, uh, fear in yourself or you've seen it play out in others, please feel free to call us and we'll get you on the air. Um, you know, uh, I talked about a, a simple solution, a two-step solution, and I want you to know that these the solutions that I'm going to give you near the end of the show are very, very effective solutions. Simple but effective. In fact, I was reading, um, I was reading some a blog or online about someone who was talking about how you solve the issue of fear in your life. And, and the very first thing they said was, be positive. Ah, I think that's why I got a little bit, uh, I, I felt a, li- a little bit choked up when I heard, when I saw that, because that is so, uh, it's just not effective. Okay, be positive. Yeah, I understand that. Everybody knows that you should always be positive. But how do you do that? What is it that you really need to do to get fear out of your lives? Being positive? Yeah, I get that. That's like Nike saying, just do it. Well, if you want to dunk a basketball like LeBron James and Nike just says, just do it, well, it's easier said than done. You really need to know the steps. You need to know what workouts you need to do and how you need to train yourself and, and how you advance towards getting to that point of dunking the ball like LeBron James. You can't just do it just because Nike puts a swish on the side of their their shoe and tells you just do it. And so when I read articles like that that says, be positive, yeah, I get it. It's a just do it type of attitude, but there's so much more. But what I will tell you is that when you you hear what we have to, to offer at the end of the show around the two simple steps to overcome your fears, I think you'll see that they're much more effective than the be positive type of advice that uh, some people are giving out there. So, all right, let's get started. Um, So when we talk about fear, we really talk about being in a place that um, it, it often holds us back from doing something we'd like to do. And, you know, there's this idea of of risk that we're taking if we if we ignore our fear and go forward. So you want to be careful, and I want to care for the the notion of the risk that uh, you would take if you were to ignore your fears, let's say. And there's a line, somewhere along the line, where it becomes, I'll call it, um, a line that's crossed that you become reckless. And so when I talk about overcoming your fears, I'm not talking about recklessness because you can do that. You can try to get rid of your fears and and just become reckless, and that's not good either. So there's this this continuum, I guess I'll call it, from one end of playing it safe to the other end of going for it. And somewhere in between is is the level of action and the level of action you should be taking to overcome your fears. Now, when we, uh, when we talk in the, in the next segment, I'll tell you all the things about what fear uh, can do to keep you from going forward and uh, all the things that happens when you do overcome those fears. Um, you'll see the dichotomy 
in what fear brings into your life, and I know you'll be able to relate to it. In fact, I'll, I'll give you some examples of my own uh, bout with fear and how it's affected my journey along the way and how it affects my journey even today. So fear is a natural thing. It exists, and we're going to pay attention to it. We're going to give you the tools to deal with it, and we're going to do that uh, when we come back from the break. So stick with us, call in, and we'll be right back. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet, Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, we're back again, and the question on the table is, what are you afraid of? In fact, why don't you write that down, because as we talk today, I want you to revisit that item and just for yourself, determine what it is that you can do to overcome that fear. Um, as I give you more and more information about how to do that, um, you'll, you might find that that one fear, maybe there's two or three of them you want to write down, uh, that in fact, you may have a breakthrough today. I'm hoping that you do. Uh, in fact, this is one of those topics that often brings out breakthroughs in, in people. And, and people that I've seen and people that I've worked with have actually had this breakthrough around this stage in the conversation of becoming all that they can become. In fact, you know, it's my, again, it's my belief that 
uh, we have the gifts and the power within us to become anything we choose. And, and so when, once we choose what that is, then it's a matter of ma- managing the beliefs, getting rid of the doubt, handling the fear, and deciding and committing and acting and, and, and all these other things that, that we do in our program. So write that down if you have a fear or a, a group of fears that you want to uh, address. You might, we might be able to address them here today. So let's talk about a, a few examples of fear. Maybe this will give you some ideas of things that might be standing in your way in life. And I'll just go and use myself as an example. Uh, I remember when I was a very young man and I was uh, uh, out, um, I'd be out in a club or, or somewhere, a dance party somewhere. Um, I was very, what I called very shy, what people would call shy. In fact, I had this real shyness about me where I would just stand in the corner and watch people have a good time. And I was the one standing, standing on the wall uh, watching with my back to the wall, watching everyone else have a great time. I wouldn't ask anyone to dance. I would just, I would just sit there with my glass of Coca-Cola or whatever it was I was drinking. And, you know, that was my way of partying. Well, you know, I've come to learn that shyness is, is really a result of fear playing out. And so when people say that so-and-so is shy or that you're shy, or I'm shy, whatever it is, I get the sense that, well, there's a fear there that's creating that shyness for a person. And, and uh, the, the quick response is, no, no, he's just a real quiet, shy person. Well, what it is, there's something else there that's creating that shyness. And, and we can debate that. If you disagree with that, call me, 866-404-6519. That's my opinion on that. All right, so when I was a young man and going through that period of shyness, I recognize it now as a process of fear that I was going through. It was a fear of rejection. I was fearing being rejected by the opposite sex. I was fearing being turned down if I asked someone to dance with me and they said no, the embarrassment of that. I was, it, it, there was fear at that level for me. And and so that created the shyness. That's why I'm relating the two. And again, if you disagree with that, I'd love to hear your, your take on it. But that's the sort of thing that on a, on a small scale can play out in the way your life uh, unfolds. So as a result of that, after every party, I never went home with any phone numbers or any, anybody's name or, or something to look forward to or somebody that I, would met, that I had met there and, and to build a relationship. Every party I went through went, resulted in the same way. I'd go home by myself and, you know, play a video game or go to bed or whatever. So um, shyness or fear of rejection, which was my fear at the time, created a life for me. So you can see how fear now creates the life that you end up living. Um, you know, there was another uh, fear that, that I had uh, even in school. When I was going to school, now, now, I was considered a fairly bright kid. Uh, you wouldn't know it by the way my life turned out as an early adult, as a young adult, because I did not utilize, I didn't use the intelligence that God had given me and that God given, has given all of us to use. I actually I went through a period of time in school where my grades were low. 
and I kept them low almost purposely. You know, I didn't seek out to have low grades, but I did things that that would keep my grades low because I wanted to be accepted by the other kids in school. And if you were a, if you were a, a goofy geek who had straight A's, you were you were kind of um, alienated. So I had this fear of alienation in school, and as a result of that. I made sure that I was not going to be alienated, so I kept my grades low, and I fit in a little better. So now you see, that fear of alienation started to determine the kind of academic life that I, was, I had. So now, now when I say the word fear, I hope you're not getting the sense of it's a, it's a burglar outside the door or a lion that's escaped from the zoo. I'm talking about the fear that's within you that keeps you from doing certain things or moving in a certain direction. So that fear of alienation for me uh, was, was uh, detrimental to, to my academic career. Um, I got over it at, at a certain point once I got in with the, the jocks and I started playing sports, and then I could do a little bit of both. I could get good grades and play sports. And, uh, but initially, it, it created a problem for me. So how does fear show up for you? Uh, what are you afraid of? Let, let me tell you a few things that, that happens when fear shows up. For, um, it prevents you from realizing your full potential. And I hope from my examples you can see that that was true for me. Um, it, it creates a level of, I'll call it paralysis sometimes, where you just don't, you don't move. You, you're stuck. You don't move forward. In fact, sometimes it's so bad, if the fear is so high, it will create a turn and run mentality. You know, some people call it fight or flight, and most of, most of the time it's flight. You run because you want to get so far away from the situation that's creating the fear, you actually run away from the thing that is, uh, is creating it. So it prevents you from realizing your full potential, your true path, your true purpose, um, self-respect even, you know, not being good enough. Uh, the ability to make concrete decisions uh, is affected by by fear. That's how fear shows up. The ability to 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 make the right decisions. You miss out on some priceless opportunities and some of life's experiences. You know your general happiness and peace of mind gets affected by uh, by fear when it shows up. And your even your willingness to truly and purely love. Now that's a shame when fear keeps you from giving of your love. You know, uh, even it, it will keep you from being in the right company. In, in, in other words, some people fear being alone. So they just uh, hook up with anybody they can hook up because they don't want to be alone. Well, that might not be the right person for you because your fear of being alone has moved you to connect with someone that really isn't right for you. So understand how fear shows up in so many other ways I mean, the list goes on and on. We could talk forever on how it shows up in physically, stress, and in other ways that fear manifests itself in your life. Uh, I think it's very important to understand that because it will really change and chart the direction of your life if, if you let it. Now, uh, what I like to, to uh, do, I, I have a chart here which you can't see, which I created. It's part of the online course that I am, I am uh, producing, and you'll be able to, to get it at, uh, in the very near future, uh, that talks about fear. It talks about bravery and, and courage. 
but I won't try to describe it here for you. But uh, I will tell you that if you go to ClarenceCaldwell.com, uh, you'll, you'll uh, be able to see it when it is available. And so keep visiting ClarenceCaldwell.com. There'll be, enter your name and your email address there. And you'll get first notification when it is available. So let's, if you do that, that would be great. Or you can go to my Facebook page, uh, True Life Academy, and uh, like me there. And then you'll get messages from the Facebook page as to what's happening, what's changing, and when that, when that online course is available also. Uh, but back to the model that's being created uh, for this course, at the very low end of this this process of, of, of increasing your courage, let's say, and, and reducing your fear in certain things. At the very low end is this, what I call the turn and run. We talked about just a second ago, turn and run. That keeps you so far away from going after whatever it is you really want. I, I call that being risk averse. You're, you're trying to take all the risk out of everything by not even engaging in it. You know, instead of being the, the just do it Nike, you're not you're not even thinking about doing. It. In fact, you're going the opposite direction. So the turn and run, risk averse level is the lowest level of of courage and the highest level of fear. Um, on the other end is what I call run to the roar. Now that is a risk reversal. And in the in the minute here we have before we go to the break, I'll try to explain to you what run to the roar really means. It's it's based on a on a story, uh, and I I don't know how true it is, but when lions hunt uh, gazelles, for, as an example, they will send the the young lions after the gazelles because they're the young lions are faster and they can actually really push those gazelles in a certain direction, almost like herding them. And what they are doing, they're actually pushing those gazelles toward the older lions that are too old to really chase anymore, uh, but they're very, they're very big and they're very loud. And so when they get close to those large, more mature lions, those lions will actually roar really loud and the gazelles will stop and turn and run away from that large roar of these elderly lions right into the hands of the younger lions that were that we're chasing them. And so they're done is when that happens. So uh, because the, the older lions really couldn't catch up with them, they couldn't uh, affect them in any way. So what I call run to the roar is when you hear that roar, that fear that's in you as a gazelle isn't always a turn and run situation. Sometimes you have to run to the roar to really, really get out of danger. So uh, I just share that story with you because that's part of the bravery model that I have from turn and run all the way to run to the roar. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit more. Thanks. Academy with certified trainer, leader, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. 
Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFitzFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. The show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi there. If, uh, if I had a sound effect, I would have played the, the sound of lions roaring because we were just talking about running to the roar. Now, understand that that's difficult to do. Uh, that's a you know it's a uh, a story that you know pushes a point that says when your courage is at its highest peak and your fear is at its lowest peak, you will find yourself running to the roar because you're so brave you're just going to run right right to it and through it because you know uh, you have the confidence that you're going to deal with it and that's that's really what uh, what that story is meant to to share. But you know it's not always easy. You know, there's this um, where there's this thing about uh, fear that um, I don't want to confuse it with anxiety uh, because you can be very anxious about something, and uh, you know it's kind of based a little bit on fear, but it's more anxiety. Let me give you an example. When I do this radio show every week, there's a high level of anxiety uh, that that I feel going into this five o'clock hour. I mean, this is. Every week, I go through the process of uh, a couple of things. One, making sure I have the right subject matter that fits in with what we're what we're talking about, where I'm, where I want to take uh, you as a listener, and what will be most important to you that I can convey to you over the radio. And then, uh, secondly, I I also look for uh, pretty um, 
pretty effective guest to have on the show with me. And when I don't have a guest, then it's really about what is the subject matter we're going to talk about. And I really want to be prepared. So I do. I have to do research on it. I have to make sure that, that I've got my ducks lined up and that the, the show is going to be something that's of great value to you because that's what I want to do. I, want to, I really want to amaze you, and I, but I definitely want to give great value. Uh, every, time I'm, every time you hear my voice, I want you to think about I'm going to get something out of that. So uh, that creates a little bit of anxiety in me. You know, not necessarily fear, but there's a level of anxiety. In, in fact, I have anxiety while we're on the show, while we're talking, that something might go wrong, that I might uh, have a coughing fit in the middle of uh, what we're talking about or, or some technical difficulty takes place. So there's this, this anxiousness, this anxiety that might take place also. But that's not really a fear. I guess you can call it a very, very low level of fear. Uh, because I, I, I have much more courage that drives me to keep moving forward. I run to the roar when that happens because um, I know that I'm confident and competent enough to to get through those those elderly lions and uh, and continue my journey. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you, um, that there is this fine line between a very low level of fear and anxiety that can take place also. This actually, what we're talking about... Uh, applies to that as well. So if you have, uh, if you're writing down some levels of fear that you might have, you know, include some very high level anxieties that you might have in there as well. So because there's a very fine line, and it's hard to tell the difference at times. So we, we talked about how fear shows up, that it, it um, keeps you from realizing your full potential, that it, it creates this turn and run mentality, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it also um, is when you overcome your fear, uh, amazing things happen. And that's why we're talking about it today, because I want you to get to a place where whatever those fears are that you wrote down, whatever that anxiety is that you wrote down, even if it's a long list or if it's just one thing, I want you to get to the place where you have the ability to overcome them. Not just right now because we're talking about it, but as a lifelong tool that you can use to really help manage your life so that you run to the roar more often than running, turning and running. Because the more often you run to the roar, uh, the more often you will get the benefits of, of you overcoming the fear or anxiety. And some of those, just off the top, some of those benefits, I'll call it, what happens when you overcome the fear the world simply becomes infinitely larger than before. I mean, there's just so much more available to you when you can overcome your fear. You know, it's, it's as if the clouds lift and, and you can see further and clearer because you're not uh, blinded by the fear. You, you're not so, so filtered by the anxiety and fear that keeps you from seeing all the possibilities. Remember the the when fear shows up, one of the things that happens is that you you don't realize your full potential. So the opposite happens. You get a little clearer on what's possible. You actually get excited about those possibilities, and you feel a little bit stronger. I mean, you 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 even feel happier. I mean, we all want to feel happy, right? You feel happier if you overcome these fears. Whatever you wrote down, you actually feel stronger, you feel happier, you're, you're able to better connect with other people, 
you become more open, uh, you, you allow yourself uh, to experience more. I mean, those who doesn't want that list of things? I mean, those things that I just read, that are that is the journey to living the amazing life that we talk about. All of those things lead up to having more and doing more and, and even being more. I mean, that is the path to abundance. When you can get on the path where the world becomes infinitely larger, when you can get on the path where the clouds lift and the future looks clearer, when you can get on the path where you feel stronger and you feel happier, when you connect better with people, when you get on the path where you can literally become more open and allow yourself to experience more, what do you think is going to happen to your life if all of those things happen? Your life is going to explode in a good way. And when that happens, the abundance of life is available to you. And I want you to recognize it. I want you to experience that. That's what overcoming fear does and can do and will do. And that's why it's such an important thing for us to talk about. So when, when, you, when you look at the list that you have in front of you of the things that are fearful to you, and I'll just go back to my old list, the things that I talked about, fear of rejection. When I got past that, amazing, amazing opportunities opened up in people that, uh, and friends and relationships that I created after that. When I got over that quote-unquote shyness, which is really a fear of rejection, life opened up in that area of my life for me. When I got over this, this issue of this fear of alienation, in school, you know, my grades went right back up to the roof. And, you know, I wasn't straight A, but I was B's and A's. And I got into, into college eventually and got a, you know, bachelor's degree and a master's degree. And, you know, so academics were not an issue for me. But it was the fear of alienation in the school I was in at the time that created that. And, and if I had stayed there, guess what? I might not have even finished high school. And I might be trying to get a GED somewhere at, at my old age just so that I can feel like I've accomplished something. So fear can hold you back from those things. It can make you turn and run. I offer to you that there's so much more in life. There's an abundance in life where, thing, where, the, where the world just becomes infinitely larger than before. And that's why addressing your fears is so very important. And that's why it's a part of uh, the workshop or the uh, online course that we're putting together and I want you to really, really, um, uh, really live in that. Now, I'm going to um, uh, share with you, um, I think we've got a little bit of time, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you another quick story uh, about fear for myself. And um, didn't really plan to, but since we have the time, I'm going to talk to you about a trip that I took not too long ago to Mexico. And when I say not too long ago, it's actually been maybe... 15 years more or more now uh, that I took to Mexico was a place called Acamol. And Acamol is, is a very, uh, a very beautiful place. It's where a lot of the Mayan ruins are. And you have to go to Cancun and then take a boat from there uh, over to the other side and then take a bus several miles. And you're literally in an area where very few people, if anyone, speaks English. Now, I was fortunate enough to be with a group of people. There was actually four of us, and the, the other, one of the guys that was with us spoke 
fluent uh, Spanish. And uh, so he was able to get us around. We, we ate in local, uh, local restaurants. It wasn't, they weren't even restaurants. They were just these little, little places outside where we'd eat. And it was just the greatest, greatest experience. Well, one of the things that I had a fear of at the time was water. Um, not necessarily water itself, but just swimming because I didn't know how to swim. So as everybody else went out to snorkel, I would sit on the beach and watch them go out, have a great time, and watch them come back. And, and I, was, uh, I was just sitting there thinking, you know, I could probably do that because the water's not that deep. And, but no, 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 no. I, you know, I, I let my fear get the best of me. And so it was one of those things where uh, fear stood in the way of my ability to have fun and to really experience life in its fullest. Now, before that trip was over, I will tell you that I overcame that fear. And so I'm so very happy that I did, extremely happy that I did, because I experienced a whole nother level of that vacation. I experienced a whole level, another level of of joy and happiness in being there, not only because of the the experience of snorkeling, which was fabulous, by the way, but being connected with the people that I was with in a different way than just hearing them tell the stories of everything they saw underwater when they got back. When I went, I actually saw, I actually heard the the uh, the shrimp uh, crawling around and clicking. There's this clicking sound that they make. You know, I would have never experienced that if I hadn't overcome that fear and just gotten out there. So understand that um, the smallest things, it seems sometimes they seem like the smallest things can really have a real impact, a big impact on the type of life you live and the amount of abundance you receive in life, in the things that you, you do, in the things that you have, in the things that you become. And I want you to all become the most and the best that you can possibly become. Because that's what this is about. That's what this life is really about. I mean, we've been given the gift of life. So let's not, let's not squander it. Let's enjoy it to its fullest. And you can't do that if these anxieties and fears are standing in your way. So I'm, I'm going to leave you with that for this moment. Because at the end, on the next segment, the last segment of the show, I'm going to tell you the secrets, if you will, the two steps to get rid of and overcome your fears. Talk to you in a sec. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. 
From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. To True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi again, and we are back to talk about how to overcome our fears, fears and anxiety. Um, you know, I didn't really mean to tell you all those uh, those stories about how fear uh, interrupted my progression to be to having an amazing life. But I think it's important that you that you hear it from me. So I now you know so much about me that uh, um, who cares? I'm still going to move forward. I don't I don't fear that you know anything about me. But you know about my rejection as a as a young man. You know about my my alienation fears in school. You know about my my shyness and you know about you know not wanting to swim. You know about my the fears and anxiety I feel every week on the radio show. That's me. We're all just this bundle of emotions and fear is tied in there somewhere. It always is. But that's okay. Because it's not going to go away. When I talk about overcoming our fears, I am not talking about getting rid of them. So I want to I want to squash that right now that you can just eliminate your fears. If anybody ever tells you that, walk away or just stop listening because they are not in touch with reality. Fear is there and it will always be there. What you want to do and what I wanted to do and what we all need to do is overcome the fear so it doesn't drive our life. It doesn't make us turn and run. It doesn't paralyze us from moving forward on our journey to becoming all that we can become. That's what we want to do. We want to manage fear if you want to you know, put a word to it. We want to, we want to manage it in a way that allows us to to continue to move forward, that allows us to, to just do it, as Nike would say, or, or to go for it. It allows us to keep moving. And when fear stops you from moving, then, uh, you know, all hope, all hope is lost, so to speak. I mean, you, you're going to end up in that, in that list, that early list I gave you, where uh, you're not going to realize your potential, where you're going to lose your own self-respect, when your, your ability to make decisions are going to be impacted uh, your opportunities are going to be missed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the list goes on. But when you overcome your fears, 
that's when the world opens up to you. That's when it becomes infinitely larger than before and the clouds lift and you see clearer and you feel happier, you feel stronger. Gosh, who doesn't want that? So let's get on about the business of overcoming the fears. Now, there's a quote that uh, came out from Mark Twain. Uh, it was actually uh, jiggled around a little bit and uh, quoted again by Harvey McKay, uh, who I, I have a lot of respect for Harvey. He's actually one of my mentors. Harvey puts it this way, and I'll, I'll say it the way Harvey says it because uh, Mark Twain speaks in that, uh, I guess, old English, so it might be more difficult to understand. But simply put, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the mastering of it. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's the mastery of it. So as I talked to you a little bit ago about Fear not going away, it doesn't go away. So just because you're courageous doesn't mean there's no fear. So courage is not the absence of fear. It's the mastering of it. So we're going to talk about how you build that courage, how you master your fears. And that's where I, I say there's two steps to it. And, uh, and I want to kind of walk you through them. Um, and hopefully this will take that list that you have. And you can apply this to, the, to that list, and you can start to see all the benefits that come out of it. The world begins to open up for you. The future looks brighter, on and on and on. So the first thing is you, you've got to find a way to see your fear differently. You've got to look at it differently. And let me give you an example, uh, because I'm not going to just leave you with be positive, like some of the uh, other people who have tried to teach getting rid of your fear would say. But see it differently. Have you ever met or have you ever um, looked at someone or idolized someone that either uh, was someone that, that was close to you, that you really never quite met them or you saw them on television or maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a, a celebrity or a famous person that you just look at that person and say, gosh, I wish I could, I could be like that or I just love that person or I just, ah. But then... If you ever got the opportunity, have you gotten the opportunity to literally meet that person face to face and talk to that person, shake their hand, talk to them and hear them talk back to you? Have you ever had the situation where you've had that and then you realize, gosh, that person wasn't as great as I thought they were? You know, in fact, that person has a pimple on TV. They look like they're blemish free. You know, when I talked to that person close up, they actually had bad breath. I never realized that. You know, they become more real. They be, they, they, you, you start to see them for what they really, really are. And you start to look at them differently now once you've met them. They're no longer this, this image, this icon that's hanging out there. They become more real. And that's what we have to do with our fears. We have to see the pimples on our fear because that's, our, truly our fear is not as big as what we're thinking about. Our, our fear is not the same as this big image of the celebrity. Our fear is not a celebrity. We, in fact, we have to keep respect, give respect to the fear, but not too much respect. We have to get that relationship with our fear down to a place where it's not formal anymore. It's not Mr. Fear. It's not Mr. Rejection. I cannot ask anybody to dance. It's like, you know what? It's a little bit of rejection that I'm fearing right now. It's informal. Take that fear and dumb it down because it doesn't deserve that level 
of idolation that you're giving it. It doesn't deserve that level of grandeur that you're giving to it. I don't care what the fear is. It doesn't deserve that because you don't deserve that. You're part of this bigger world, and this world is bigger than any fear you can come up with. And if you're part of this bigger world and this world is bigger than any fear, then why are you making the fear bigger than you? Dumb down that fear. Look at it differently. See it. See the pimples in that fear's face. Respect it and know it's there, but look at it informally. Talk to that fear like it's an informal person. Okay, fear of rejection. Uh, that's who you are, but check it up. Here's who I am. Look at it differently. Talk to it differently. In, in fact, um, I, like to, I like to say that uh, if you're driving in a car and you're riding it, let's say you're riding in a car and fear is driving. <laughs> when fear drives, there's no telling where it's going to take you. It's, it'll probably run you off a, a cliff somewhere. If you want to be like Thelma and Louise and run off a cliff, so be it. Let fear drive because it'll take you, run into a, a tree, a pole, off a cliff. That's where you're going. So when you turn and run, fear is driving. When you're paralyzed because of fear, fear is driving. This is your car. This is your life. Take over the wheel. Fear gets in the back seat. Okay? It doesn't go away because it's there. And fear is going to pop up every now and then. It's going to whisper in your ear. It's going to say, turn left. <laughs> no, turn right up here. Oh, you missed that turn. Fear is going to second guess every turn you make. Fear is going to tell you that you're going the wrong way. Fear is going to ask you to turn, make a U-turn and, and turn the other way. But guess who's driving? You're driving. You don't have to listen to fear. You can keep driving. You can say, hey, fear, you're in the backseat. You know, no backseat drivers here. Get back there. Stay there. I know where I'm going. This is where I'm going. So look at fear differently. That's the first step. S try to see the pimples in fear's face. The second step uh, of, and this is the, these are the steps to mastering the fear. Because courage is a matter of mastering the fear, not letting it go away. The second step to mastering uh, the fear is that, you know, quite often you will have, um, you're, you're not really sure which way to go. And fear will be the first person to tell you which way to go. So you're, you're going to be at a crossroads and certain things and, and fear is going to say, look, I told you, you shouldn't have asked that girl to dance. <laughs> See, she rejected you. Um, so uh, I'm alive and well sitting in the backseat. You ought to let me take over the wheel again because uh, I'll, I'll avoid that for you next time. So fear is going to do that, and you're going to run into things. But here's the second step. You, I encourage that you find someone who loves you, someone that you love, but someone that loves and supports you to ride shotgun with you. Okay, Because it's hard to do. Some of these things are hard to do by yourself. And so you always need someone that you can bounce things off of. If there's no one there, the only person to bounce things off of is the fear sitting in the back seat. And so you can bounce things off of fear, but I can tell you what your answer is going to be. The answer is turn and run, make a U-turn. And so you to want to avoid that, but find someone who supports you. See, we're not on this earth alone. We all need each other. So fear is not one of these things you have to deal with by yourself either. Now, many fears you can deal with by yourself. 
and you really have the strength in you to deal with by yourself. And you look at fear differently. You see the pimples in deer's and and fear's face, and you can respect it, but not too much. And 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 you can look at it differently and and move forward. And you can run to the roar. But sometimes, when you're not real sure about turning left or right, and fear is telling you to make a turn, you might want to turn to someone that supports you and loves you, and then they'll be your navigator. They'll help you with your navigation. So if you can find that. Those are the two steps. It's very simple. One, look fear in the face and see it differently. Secondly, get support for your fear and be open about it. You know, I have a a, a lot of fears about what I'm doing these days. And my life partner said to me just recently, you know what? That's okay. You're just not as ready as you think you were. You're going to run into a bump. You're not as ripe. I think that was the word she used. You're not as ripe as, as that grapefruit that you really want to be right now, but you'll get there. And that was that, that's what I needed. Otherwise, I would have turned and ran. I would have let fear take over. I would have turned and ran. So that's my message to you today. That's uh, the two steps to master your fear. And I hope that it makes a difference in your life. In the meantime, I just want to make sure that you're living the way we always say we're going to live, and that is living a life in gratitude. You know, gratitude is a really, really good thing to hold on to uh, as, a, as a combatant to fear as well. Remain thankful in everything because that is so very important. Give. Give when you can because give is a two-way street. When you're giving, you're also receiving. That's not why you're giving, but when you give, you also receive. And then lastly, all these choices we have, we have the choice to be who we want to be. So love first and then choose. And you'll have an amazing life. You'll make an amazing life for the people around you. Go out there and live and master your fear. For joining us on today's True Life Academy, certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker Clarence Caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to 